Hello and praise the Lord. Welcome to Biblical Moments. This is Evangelist Frank King. And greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus. I'm so glad that every power of the enemy is subject to the matchless name of Jesus. Hey, today I want to talk about our flesh and our spirit. We are a human being and we are a spiritual being. The question is, how do we properly address those two aspects of our being? I will be teaching from Galatians chapter 5 and I will be using the New American Standard Bible. Stay with me as I teach on the subject of our flesh and our spirit. Even after we become a Christian, we remain clothed in human flesh, and because of that, we are still subject to the shortcomings of our humanity. For instance, when you act out of anger, you are in the flesh and you are prone to make unwise decisions. The Bible warns us in James chapter 1 and verse 20 that the wrath or the anger of man does not achieve the righteousness of God. As Christians, we all have this tug of war between our flesh and our spirit. And though at times we may be tempted, we must not allow our flesh to get in the driver's seat of our life. In Galatians chapter 5 and verse 16, Paul gives us the key to success. In spite of this tug of war between our flesh and our spirit. He writes, Walk by the Spirit, and you will not carry out the desire of the flesh. Now, we all have desires of the flesh because we are still human. It's not a sin for us to have desires of the flesh, even wrong desires. The sin comes about when we fulfill or carry out those desires. For instance, it's not a sin to become angry or to become tempted to act out of anger. The sin comes about when we actually act out the anger. And the Bible says the proper action is to choose to walk in the Spirit instead. Both options exist, that is, to walk in the Spirit or to fulfill the desires of the flesh. The choice is ours to make. Okay, so verse 16 is the key, but verse 17 is the challenge. Here's what it says. For the flesh sets its desire against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh for these are in opposition 
to one another so that you may not do the things that you please. It's important to understand that Paul is writing to Christians. Every one of us experiences this tug of war between our flesh and our spirit as Christians. For some of us, it is more pronounced than it is for others, but we all experience it. It's nothing necessarily wrong. Even for genuine Christians, this tug of war exists. The last part of the verse reveals that this is the reason we find it difficult to do the right things at times. So we have been talking about walking in the flesh, that we should not do that. Verses 19 through 21 list some of the works of the flesh. They are immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmities, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, disputes, dissensions, factions, envying, drunkenness, carousing, and things like these. So what does all of this mean? It means that if your life is characterized by these things, you are fulfilling the desires of your flesh. And the Bible refers to such a lifestyle as walking in the flesh. But God doesn't want us to walk in the flesh. He wants us to walk in the spirit instead. Verses 22 and 23 together define the fruit of the spirit. Paul writes in verse 22, But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, verse 23, gentleness, self-control. Note that verse 22 does not say that the fruits of the Spirit are as plural, but it says the fruit of the Spirit is singular. And then nine attributes are listed. You see, the fruit of the Spirit comprises all nine of these attributes. If we want to walk in the Spirit, we must make sure that our actions are always characterized by these attributes of the fruit of the Spirit. You know, these verses I have touched on today underscore one of the reasons why tension exists between Christians and non-Christians. Remember that verse 17 tells us that the flesh opposes the spirit. So if the world of unbelievers is walking according to the desires of the flesh, and it is, and if Christians are walking according to the spirit, and they should, we are going to have tension. We will oppose the way the world wants to go 
and the world will oppose the way we want to go. That's just how it is. Listen, the flesh and the spirit will never be one, not in this life. We don't fight like the world does. Racism and hatred and violence, etc., will always exist in this current world. I'm not suggesting that we as Christians should be passive toward the ways of this world. Our job is to try to impact this world for change. I'm just saying that that's what people walking in the flesh do. But we don't walk as the world does. Now, we all know that the desires of the flesh can come on strong. I'm talking about illicit sexual desires, hatred, envy, anger, etc. But listen, my friend, if you are a Christian, if you have been born again and the Holy Spirit lives in you, you don't have to carry out those desires. You say, but preacher, you don't know how strong my desires of listen i'll say it again if you are a christian if you have been born again and you have the holy spirit living in you which every christian does you don't have to carry out those desires that's why paul could emphatically write the way he did in this passage walk by the spirit and you will not fulfill the desires of your flesh. Amen. Praise God. Hey, listen, I want to thank you for joining me today as we bring this episode to a close. I hope you were blessed doing our time together as we talked about our flesh versus our spirit. Until next time, this is Evangelist Frank King saying, May heaven's best be yours.